Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Word Podcast. Let me encourage you, as always, to share about these times right here. Uh, with your families and your friends, your enemies, your co-workers, <laughs> whoever it may be. Uh, you know, repost on uh, social media, that type of thing, because that's how we sort of expand things is by word of mouth, okay? And particularly social media is quite, quite helpful when you link and, and forward and retweet and repost and all that kind of good song and dance, okay? And uh, so we are in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 21. Remember where it says, by faith, Jacob did some things. Well, now we've gone back to Genesis 47, Genesis 48 to see exactly what was going on. And let's pick it up in Genesis 48, 13. This is where uh, Jacob, Israel, same dude, is about to bless the children of Joseph. And so we'll back up a couple of verses where we were in a previous episode. Verse 13, Joseph took them both, Ephraim with his right hand toward Israel's left, and Manasseh with his left hand toward Israel's right, and brought them close to him. But Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, crossing his hands. It literally means redirecting, consciously directing his hands, although Manasseh was the firstborn. So Israel was making a conscious decision right here to do this. He was literally given the blessing of the firstborn to the younger. Now, verse 15, he blessed Joseph. So he blesses his son and said, and here's the blessing, what Jacob Israel said, the God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all of my life to this day, now, hang on here, folks. Verses 15 and verse 16 right here is a blessing that he's speaking over Joseph, okay? And what did he just say? The God before whom my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, walked. So we often hear of the covenant of promises that God made to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. It's a continuation of this. He says, the God who has been my shepherd all of my life to this day. So he's acknowledging that God has continually been with him. Now, verse 16, listen to this. The angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. <laughs> the angel who has redeemed me from all evil. And this is a great example right here in Scripture that gives us a little more insight into the marvelous idea. I love what Michael Heiser says about this, of uh, the Messiah Mosaic. Okay, and a mosaic, you know how that is. It's a, a picture or an art thing that's done. Uh, when you see the little pieces up close, it doesn't make any sense. But when you step off some distance, you can see the entirety of the picture. That is how Messiah is revealed in the Old Testament. There's not a, a verse here or there that declares with clarity the things that we know by truth from the totality of the mosaic. And this right here is one of the pictures of that. We see the angel of the Lord all through the Old Testament. And quite often it's like, okay, is this an angel or is this a what we call a Christophany, an appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ in bodily form before he came to earth, you know, before he was born? What is this? This right here is a verse that really helps with this. Uh, he is saying, Jacob is saying, that the God of my fathers, the God has been my shepherd, the angel who has redeemed me, 
that angel that he struggled with, that he fought with, was God. Was God. So he's saying, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. See, an angel cannot redeem. It's only the most high God that can redeem from all evil. And then he just speaks blessing lads upon this. And then he continues, and may my name live on in them. And the names of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and may they grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. <laughs> Isn't that great? I mean, this is a declaration at the end of his life that his name would be carried on, that they would grow in the multitude. He can, he can declare that based upon what God had promised Isaac, based upon what God had promised Abraham. So let me go back and read these two verses together without interrupting myself. He blessed Joseph and said, The God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all of my life to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads and may my name live on in them and the names of my fathers Abraham and Isaac and may they grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. That is the blessing. That is what was passed. Now, verse 17, when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on Ephraim's head, it displeased him, and he grasped his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh. <laughs> so Joseph, he, he didn't like this. He didn't like what his father was doing. You know, what was he thinking? My father is incorrect. He's getting old. He's senile. I don't know what's going on. So he, it displeased him. He grabbed his father's hand to move it. Verse 18, Joseph said to his father, not so, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Place your right hand on his head. That right there gives us help in understanding that whole crossing of the hands and how it was intentional and is purposeful. I love this right here, folks. I, I love this statement. Just listen to this. So here Joseph is. He's displeased by this. He's pulling the hand over the firstborn because he knows that the line goes to the firstborn though God does from time to time not do that. Verse 19, but his father refused, and he said, I know, my son, I know. And I just hear that. The father knew that the son was displeased. Okay? The father knew what he was doing when he crossed his hands. He knew that the blessing of the firstborn was going to the younger. And he says, I know, my son, I know. And you can just hear it in the words here, the inflection of his voice, of that of patience and compassion. Then he continues, Jacob continues, he also will become a people, and he also will be great. However, his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. So he's saying, I know, my son, I know. But here's what I know from the Lord that the younger one will be greater. The, the older one, he'll be fine, okay? He'll have descendants. He'll become a multitude, but the younger one will be greater. Then the last three verses here, verse 20. He blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will pronounce blessings, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. Thus he put Ephraim before Manasseh. You'll see that through the balance of the Scripture. Now you know why. Verse 21. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I'm about to die, but God will be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. Verse 22, I give you one portion more than your brothers. 
which I took from the hand of the Amorite with my sword and my bow. <laughs> he sort of takes care of the family logistics. You know, remember all this was happening while they're in Egypt. They're away from the land. The land is not theirs anymore. They're not there. Anyway, but Israel was looking into the future. And he's, that's what was meant uh, over in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 21. By faith, Jacob, as he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshiped, leaning on the top of the staff. It's by faith, folks. By faith. The verse for that said, By faith, Isaac had blessed Jacob regarding things to come. Same thing happened with Jacob. He blessed Joseph. He blessed his son Ephraim and Manasseh. And you will see this through the balance of the Old Testament. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. Think on these things. And I'll see you next episode.